0: Hello, and welcome to the State of Charge podcast, a fun, unique, and inspirational weekly podcast that is designed to help recharge your spiritual batteries. Hello, my name is John Mann. I am the host. I am here with Matt Schwartz, your co-host. And this weekly podcast will be brought to you each and every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is our goal and desire to bring you this midweek podcast to help lift your spirits and recharge your spiritual batteries. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into the episode. Hey Matt, it's good to see
1: you again. Another week has passed. Can you believe it? Hey, dude, they just keep going by faster and faster. <laughs> yes. The older I get, man, like the quicker the year goes by. I heard a phrase,
0: you know, the older I get, the days are long, but the years are fast. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> I agree. Although, although, you know, for, for me, this this is the year that never seems to end. So oh my uh, I'm so excited for 2021. So excited. This
0: was the year that started 14 years ago. Um, hey, you know, when it comes to topics that we talk about, there are some that, um, each of us get excited about for various reasons for what God is doing in our lives. And today, I am like a kid on Christmas morning getting ready to unwrap (laughs) some presents because I am so excited to see what is going to unwrap in this episode. The topic that we have today is legacy living. Yeah, How do we live our lives and pass on the values and the things that the Lord impresses upon our hearts to the the second and third and fourth generations to come? So I am really, really excited about this. And I'm really
1: excited about... I think for some people, they may not think of this as a topic relating to how do you recharge your batteries. So I'm excited for us to have a discussion that makes that connection for people.
0: Absolutely. I I can't think of a better way to recharge my batteries than to give something to my children from a spiritual perspective that is going to last them a long time. Yeah. Now, when you sit down and you have a conversation like this, it's it's easy to, to talk about that. It's much, much harder to put into practice, right? So doing those kinds of things on a daily basis and putting in those um, nuggets of what what happens next in life.
1: Well, I think for me, the, the issue is intention. Right and and it's having the intention of I I choose the course of of my day and yeah. and I'm in, how am I intentional about that so all's legacy is is taking that intention and moving it to the next level of just beyond day to day living to how am I living this this week this month this year like how, how yeah. am I choosing like what's the course I'm charting so use this definition
0: as we're kind of keeping this in your mind so the legacy is defined in the dictionary as anything handed down from the past as from an ancestor or a predecessor
1: yeah.
0: so what are we choosing to hand down and I don't think that that's necessarily a concept so there's a sound or a concept that we constantly keep impressing on our, on our minds there's a sound bite that I want to play for us just to kind of you know, drive that point home. And I've been watching the series on Disney plus called the right stuff. So good. It's really good. It's, you know, it's about the, the Mercury astronauts back in the late fifties and sixties and getting the first man into space. And this is a conversation between Alan Shepard and John Glenn. Now keep in mind, this is Hollywood. So there are theatrics in this. So there may not be any actual truth to this, but for the sake of this conversation, this is a really fun idea for us to, to listen to. So let's listen to this soundbite. This is from Episode 5 on The Right Stuff on Disney+. Plus. It matters how people see us, guys. It matters what we do, the example we set and not just for the country, by the way, your own children are looking at you, your husbands and fathers. All of you just show some self control, for God's sakes. We wouldn't be the pilots that we are
1: today if we didn't have control. But do we have appetites? Yeah, I'm a human being and I'm going to die one day. We all are. We are test pilots. And we get that fact. We stare it in the face for a
0: living. You're damn right you're going to die. What I want to know is how you're going to be remembered. I don't care. Wow. Wow. That was really, really interesting. So, you know, again, that was an argument or a heated discussion between John Glenn and Alan Shepard. And there at the end, Alan Shepard says, at least in, in the Hollywood theatrics, I don't care what people think of me after I die
1: the generations after will care. I think that's, that's what's difficult. And, and, and I think, I mean, we're
0: watching his show on, on Disney plus for crying out loud. Right. right?
1: Well, and I, I I believe that if I could have a conversation with 20 year old version of me and say, what would it look like for you to begin making some different decisions now that would impact, you know, not just you, but The the guys I mentor, my family, like in in my marriage, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, I think that 20 year old version of me thought I don't have to start thinking about legacy until like 50, 60, 70. What I wish 20 year old version of me understood is that greater intentionality as a 20 year old, uh, start thinking legacy now, like live, live a life through a filter and mentality of how I live matters. Yeah. I think, um, if, if I were to go back
0: to my 20 year old self and and really hone in on the decisions that I make, don't just impact me. There is a ripple effect and it's going to impact others and it's going to go out farther out as that ripple begins to, um, to, to wave out into other, other situations and, you know, we don't we don't think of like think of things like that when we're in our early twenties and thirties and and until we start having children perhaps. Well but
1: I do think and I love this quote that I came across because this quote I think began to help me to understand the shift I need to make. And I, I don't think it's it's a shift it should have come sooner in my life. But but here's the quote is my goal is to create a legacy, but my passion is to show you how to create one for yourself. I love that. That that shift for me was monumental because it's like it's no longer just about my legacy but how do I teach yeah. my 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 kids these guys that I mentor how do I teach them how to create a legacy for themselves? Like, yeah, that's the game.
0: Yeah, you know, I th- thank you for reading that quote. Um, it reminds me of a story that I actually just experienced this last week when I was home for Thanksgiving with my my parents. We celebrated my mom's seventieth birthday on Thanksgiving, which was which was really really neat. So we had some family members in in town and, and you know, as we're gathered around before we have dinner, my father prays. Um, he prays a legacy style prayer. You know, we are here to celebrate my mother's 70th birthday. We are here to give thanks. We are here to, um, you know, honor the Lord. And and his prayer, it was it was quite impactful in um, my daughter, at my daughter mm-hmm. at that point in time after we were done praying, you could just see the, the tears in in her eyes as as the prayer comes to an end. And my dad noticed that. And so he goes over and he embraces my daughter in this hug. And they just stood there for a moment and just embraced that hug. And I will never forget what happened next he he pulls himself away from from my daughter and he he puts his hands on her cheek and he lifts her head up to his and he said "Emily you are my future." Wow. Those were his words to my daughter and it was just so impactful. He he, he understands the mentality of leaving a legacy for the next generation. And he feels confident in who he is and what his role is as a grandfather and as a father and as a friend. And he, he was able to look at her and, and understand um, he, she is his future and, and he's good with it. It was really neat.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here right now just overwhelmed by that because I cannot tell you the number of young men that I've mentored that would die to hear that from their grandfather or father. Hmm. John, I, I can't tell you right now how many guys that I have invested hours upon hours upon hours of time with that would give anything to have a godly man look at them and say, hmm. you're, you're my future. Like I have full faith in, like I believe in you. And I think the thing about legacy is we have a misunderstanding that if I haven't experienced that, I can't create it. Exactly. And yep. that's not true. You
0: can you can be the link in the chain that, that connects this. We can always
1: change the entire legacy of future generations. My mom was the daughter of a man who owned taverns for a living. He owned bars for a living. Hmm. I mean, so abuse was rampant in her home, mm-hmm. right? So you look at alcoholism; like that is the legacy. Up until my mom, the legacy of that side of my family was drunks, molesters. Like, I mean, it was, it's it's the worst of the worst, right? And one couple invests in my mom to allow her to start going to church, and God transforms her life. Wow. And I look now at the at the the ripple effect of legacy of one shift in one person, yeah. A mom stepping into something that previously was unheard of in her family, um, to the point that it was my grandmother in her sixties because of my mom's legacy gave her life to Christ. And so, even if you've never experienced it, you can still chart a different course for your legacy. Yes. And that's the great news. And I think that's why when we want to make the connection, how does this recharge our spiritual batteries? It's because I think for us, uh, there's this beautiful picture in scripture of, I have no greater joy than seeing my children, you know, walking with the Lord is, is, is this mm-hmm. idea of scripture that this, it, it creates, creates joy. It recharges us when we see the impact that we can have just by choosing to live life with intention.
0: You know, Psalm 78 four. it says, we will not hide from them, their children, but tell to the coming generation of the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. You know, that's, it's so because somebody invested in your mom and told her about the wonders of the Lord and what Christ has done for her and she began to have a mental shift on what her future holds and what her future is in her children and grandchildren. Well, the
1: the beautiful picture is what you described with your dad and your daughter, my mom never had. Yes. But as I talk to my nephews and nieces and as I talk even to my own kids— what they've experienced is that from my mom, absolutely. So, so for me, it again, it's this idea of like, even if you never. What's so beautiful about your story is your dad has chosen to to choose a pathway of intention. Can can you? Honestly tell me that your daughter will not remember that moment for the rest of her
0: life. Oh, there's no doubt she will remember that moment. Her and I'm going to remember that moment Absolutely. the rest of my life and it wasn't even for me. I was I was a bystander watching that from yeah. a, from a, a distance and was able to catch that part of their conversation. Yeah, she will remember that forever.
1: And and so I think even for me the the belief is that we have the opportunity to make that choice, to make that decision, uh, I, I was I was loving this passage from Psalm one forty five verse four. It says, "One generation shall commend your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts." And and so for me, it's this idea of there's a responsibility in each generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that for so many people, like right now, millennials are the easiest generation to pick on, right? We blame everything on the millennials and, and forget that. Wait, wait, who raised millennials? So I want, I want to throw this thought. I, I don't look at millennials and see them as the easy target to kick, right? Right. I, I look at millennials and I say, I'm going to invest significant time and energy into investing in those that I have proximity and opportunity to impact because I know that, that that's that's my legacy. Yeah. Right. Don't don't like don't just pick on a generation and then miss out on the opportunity to say, yeah, I, I can make a difference in at least one or two lives there. Yeah. That can have a ripple effect. You talked earlier about the ripple effect. You know, the, 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 I was just in Tanzania. I had a 21 year old that was traveling with me because, again, my legacy is not training leaders globally, coaching leaders globally and then having it end with me. So I purposely take young guys with me that I want to plant the vision of like hey hmm. this is now your responsibility to step into this in your future even if you never do it internationally do it at least domestically yeah but choose to invest in 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 pouring into other leaders and what I love about it is he gave this picture so he grew up in Papua New Guinea as a missionary kid uh, his family lived up in the mountains of the Mibu mountain range and, and so you, you look at his story, and, and they would periodically go down to the ocean to kind of get a reprieve from their work. And he would sit there as a kid with his siblings and look at the waves that were coming in from ships, and then they would guess how large the ship is, right? You know, these little waves would come in, and like, oh, that's a small boat. And then it would come mm-hmm. around the bend, and there was a small... And then these big waves would come by. And it's like, oh, that's, that's definitely a, a large ship. ship. And he's like, you can always tell the size of the impact by the size of the wave. Yeah, wow. And, and just this idea. And, and so he's sharing this in Tanzania. And I'm looking at these leaders that he's half the age of these leaders. And it's just it was this beautiful moment of, in their culture, they don't listen to young, right? But here's this young leader leveraging impact and legacy in leaders twice his age because he showed up. Yeah. Like the, the, the reality of legacy is we make legacy when we show up. That's awesome.
0: Um, you know, I, I when, 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 I'm, when I'm researching this and I'm going over this, I was absolutely amazed at how many times legacy living as a concept was in scripture. And I think that there's a very, very powerful story, one that we can learn from that was between David, King David, and his son Solomon, who was going to become king. David did not get to build the temple as he wanted to build the temple, but he realized because of his relationship with God that his son was going to get the opportunity to build the temple, something that he wanted to do. And what did he do? He began to pray for his son. He began to prepare and help pave the way for his son. And as you look at this story, Solomon was able to accomplish all that God had intended for the temple because his father helped pave the way for his son. And prayed for him and got all of the things in place that needed for Solomon to be successful. And Solomon finished all of the work that was designed for him. And then that temple then was generational impact in his culture thereafter. And so I think for me, kind of the takeaway, the simple thing that we can do in legacy living at this moment in time, if it's not something that you've thought about is, Who do you have proximity with? Who do you have influence over? Uh, And just begin to pray for them. Begin to pray that God works in their lives because that's what David did with Solomon. He just began to pray, okay, Lord, you're not going to let me build this temple, but you've told me my son is going to build the temple. I'm going to pray over him and I'm going to help pave that way and help prepare that way for him.
1: Yeah, and I want to give a really healthy template because I believe legacy is, again, we're talking about this, it's an intentional decision. So it doesn't matter if you're somebody who's 60 and looking back at your life and saying it's a disaster. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. you're 18, 19, 20 years old, listen to this. It doesn't matter. Right. Here's, here's, a, here's a, a template that we can use. Is I think for each one of us, uh, we, need a, we need a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. If you want a legacy, we need somebody like a Paul that invests in our life. So I've got two mentors, men that have deep credits, you know, 20 years older than me that I look to and and am intentional about spending time with. Um, You know, even just uh, about a month ago, I I flew up to Denver to spend a day with my mentor because for me as as a 50-year-old, like, I don't get to spend weekly time with these guys, but I find moments where I get extended time with them, right? So we, we, we need a Paul. We need a Barnabas. What's the relationship that we're walking with that we could say, I need more out of this relationship. I, I don't want to just be buddy-buddy. Mm-hmm. Like I need I need a relationship that pushes me to be better. So I've got a guy that I meet with and and, and honestly, his goal is to be a spiritual agitator in my life in a good way, right? Like, like Matt, you can do more. Like, come on, like let, let's do this. Let, let's push each other to grow. But what you talked about which is where, when you've got these two input channels, then when we got a Timothy, somebody that we're investing in, mm-hmm. that that's the game changer of legacy. Because I, I've got someone pouring into me, I've got someone walking with me, and now I'm going to choose one person to invest in. And, and it doesn't matter what age you are. If you're 18, find somebody who's 16, 15. I don't care. Yeah. If you're 70, find somebody that's 60, 54. It doesn't matter. Like choose somebody right. that you have influence on that you could begin. To speak life into them and and, and allow yourself to be able to say like, okay, maybe I don't have 20, 30, 40, 50 people, but I've got one that I'm being intentional with,
0: you know, talking about keeping our spiritual batteries charged as we look at legacy living um, back to that story between my daughter and my father, they're probably at that moment in time for him. Think of how charged his batteries were. Absolutely. Being able to say to my daughter, his granddaughter, you are my future. He was probably overflowing with joy, right? And and think of that picture for your own life. Who are you investing in? It could be your children. It could be a coworker. Um, it, could, it could be somebody that you have influence over. Who are you investing in right now that you can begin to say in your mind, that person is is my future and the joy that you are going to have, the recharge of your spiritual batteries that you are going to have going into that relationship with that mindset.
1: Jim Rohn makes this statement, all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level we could only imagine. Wow. I think that that's, that's what this is about. Absolutely. Is we take the next generation to a level that we can only imagine. I, I was having dinner last night with two of my kids and, and we were talking about this idea of like, my goal as a parent was to have you just be one generation healthier than me. <laughs> and my goal was to be one generation healthier than my parents. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. this idea of just the next generation of health.
0: Yeah. Don't try to overcomplicate it. No, not at all. You know, take a decision, manage it daily. Pray for those that you have influence over. And when the Lord prompts on your heart, this is something I need to do with, with them, for them, because of them, then act on those spiritual promptings that the Lord gives you. And over time, those building blocks are going to get laid, and there's going to be uh, a next generation that rises up because of what you have done in their lives. Amen. That's awesome. All right. I think that's a great place to end the episode today. What a super fun, exciting topic, legacy living. What are we doing to impact the next generation? We'd like to thank you for joining us today for the State of Charge podcast. We hope that today's topic encouraged you and lifted your spiritual batteries during this midweek spiritual pick-me-up. Join us each and every week as we come together and we have random, authentic, real conversations about what God is doing in our lives and how He and His Word and the people that He brings into our lives encourages us each and every day. We come to you on Wednesdays with a brand new topic. Please share this podcast if it has meant something to you. And you can also find us at anchor.fm slash state of charge. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular podcasting platforms. We appreciate you guys being here with us. Spread the news and let's encourage each other together. Take care and have a wonderful week.